welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Hello, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters, listeners and friends. You're very welcome to episode four of this week's offering of the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Paul and I were looking at this month's magazine. I hope all of you as Toastmasters use it as the wonderful resource it is because we're delving it in, into it today and we're going to be chatting about a topic that's in there that's quite good and topic is pertinent to this because this is called the two sides of table topics. When we join Toastmasters first, when you discover that there's this part of a meeting called Table Topics where you're expected to stand up and speak impromptu for two minutes, it can be quite worrying or terrifying even for some people. You will find some fantastic advice in this month's topic. And the topic was given to us by a lady from Canada. What intrigued me about this is the name of the club that this lady is a member of. This person, Bunmi Okoa, the name of her club is Niagara on the Lake Toastmasters. What a beautiful name for a Toastmasters club. And that is in Ontario, Canada. And she explains to us that when she first tried table topics, her greatest fear was a little bit like what we all have, that I'd have to make things up on the spot, which usually made her very nervous. And I can identify with that because I used to be terrified when I was asked. But no, what I find is that I think the best strategy is just when you stand up, think of the first thing that comes into your head as a, as a way of responding. And once you start letting the words come out, eventually something very intelligent will come out as well. So what would you think? What kind of strategies do you use, Paul, for table topics? The first thing I have to say is that I've been doing table topics ever since I was a child because the vast majority of my conversation communications are all impromptu. They're all off the cuff. I have said to myself, look, I've spoken about any topic under the sun innumerable times. So a piece of advice I'd give people is to make sure that in the rest of your social life during the week, you talk to a few people. Don't stay in your room away from people. Get a bit of practice talking to other people because everything you say to people during the week is all impromptu. I can't think of many situations where you would prepare in advance exactly what you're going to say in response to somebody. When you stand up or uh, when you're given something to topic to talk about, it's quite good to think in your head, well, I'm going to talk to one person, one person like as if I was in the pub with them and I'm going to give an answer. Forget about talking to a whole room. Just talk to one person. I'm talking to you, Ted. Now, I know there are people listening in, but I'm telling you that every time I meet you in a pub, everything I say to you is completely off the cuff. That's excellent, Paul. And that's a little bit like what Bunmi advises and this as well. Treat it as a conversation, not as a performance. Because when you think about things and you're expected to give a performance, well, obviously, that if you're giving a performance, then you there's certainly a lot of practice involved in giving a performance if you're on stage or something. But 
really you're not on stage when you're answering a table topic. I agree with you. And the, the important thing is to take as many opportunities as you can. If you're a visitor to a club and if they ask you, would you be agreeable to take a table topic? I always say yes, because the more practice that you have, the easier it becomes and the better you get at it. I'm just thinking about what you said there about that you're not on a stage when you're taking a topic. But some people do feel they're on a stage because other people are looking at them. So if you're on a Zoom call and you're given a topic, the chances are that you could easily feel that everyone is watching you because they actually are watching you. And if you're very self-conscious, it can be inhibiting. Now, obviously, if you're a person who, who likes being watched, that's a different thing. But suppose you're somebody who doesn't like being watched. Somehow or other, you need to find a way of breaking through the barrier. And the advice that is given in this article is that you need practice. Because all these voices inside your own head that are telling you they're looking at me. Oh, my goodness. They're th- what are they thinking? They're thinking I'm unable to string sentences together. They're thinking what I'm saying is stupid. Well, the wonderful thing that exists in Toastmasters, at least, is that after a while you do realize that nobody thinks you're stupid. Even if what you say can't be understood by other people, nobody's going to be thinking negative things about you. That's why it's a great place to practice, because when you go out in society, and you start talking to somebody, it's entirely possible they will think you're stupid. That's your opinion. And if you do it at work and you're asked a question at work, you know, do you think this year's results are disappointing or encouraging? What do I think? I'm expected to express, and I'm only the IT director. I'm not a finance guy, and I'm being asked whether I think they're they're good or bad. Everyone's looking at me. I'm there in the boardroom. You can be certain that some people might even be hoping that you'll make a complete mess of what you say next. Let's not kid ourselves. Society out there isn't all jam and honey, but inside Toastmasters it is. Inside Toastmasters, we all love each other and we don't cut each other off at the knees, do we, Ted? No, that's true, Paul. And for those of us who want to learn more about this, there are some very good pieces in there by contributors. For instance, one of the people who gives a lovely piece in there is Matt Abrams, and he's a lecturer in organisational behaviour at Stanford University, and it's a business school. And he has written a book, Speaking Up Without Freaking Out, Some wonderful pieces of advice. Another piece of advice comes from Tracy Rogers, who's the VP for Education in Windsor Speakers Club in England. This lady gives a very, very good piece of advice. She said, start with your opinion. So if you're asked a question in Table Topics, you could stand up and say, well, in my opinion, Mr. Table Topics Master, and that's your first sentence. And whilst you're saying that, the ideas are coming to you. And you're so right, Paul, about table topics and Toastmasters. Everybody is supporting you 100%. And that's why Toastmasters is such an excellent place to practice public speaking and indeed impromptu speaking. I'd like to recommend this article to everyone who's listening for a reason. It's very straightforward language. It's 
very solid thinking, uh, a very sensible approach to impromptu speaking, table topics, speaking off the cuff. It's very good. So a new person joining Toastmasters or even a person who might ask, what's this thing table topics about? This article, which is available online to all Toastmasters, would be, I think, a useful article to give somebody or even a useful article to put into your club collection of useful, particularly useful stuff, especially for people when they're beginning to realize how useful Toastmasters can be for practicing and developing your confidence. This article I would heartily recommend, and there are a few members of our own club who who have joined not that long ago, and I'm going to be drawing this article to their attention and sending them a copy of it in, in WhatsApp so that they might uh, consider it when they have time. Yeah, that's excellent advice, Paul. And this we often speak about the Toastmasters magazine on the talk show for talkers. It is a wonderful resource and very entertaining. A lovely read. Short, snappy, succinct, nice stuff that you can build into your lexicon of Toastmasters. And that particular piece, it just takes up two pages, so you're not going to be reading forever. And that was given to us by Greg Lewis. And Greg is a distinguished Toastmaster, so he knows what he's talking about. And he obviously went to some trouble to get all the different bits and pieces into it. This wonderful pieces of advice in there. This is what learning is all about and self-development and self-improvement. I love table topics and I love being the table topics master. I think it's a fantastic way to really have a lot of fun in your club. I agree with Paul. I be recommending this piece as well to all of you. Our listeners, the piece is called Two Sides of Table Topics. Thank you very much, listeners, for being with us again this week. I hope we have the pleasure of your company again next week on the talk show for talkers. Thanks to Mara, who's the person who puts the show out every week and keeps us in check. Goodbye from me. And goodbye from Paul Lomani. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Paul. Bye. Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.